everyone, my name is Mary Sophie, and you're listening to We Can Relate. Today we'll be talking to Rania. Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, well, my name is Rania, as you just <laughs> said, and I'm 16 years old, and I'm going to grade 11. Yay! <laughs> okay, we're, we're in the same grade, and um, today we're going to be talking about bullying. You know, so I really wanted you to be here and share your thoughts and maybe experiences if you've had any with bullying. Um, I know this is like surprisingly a topic that not a lot of like teenagers like to talk about because it's like, I don't know, lame, you know, and it's or like comfortable or something. Yeah, and like nobody gets bullied when you're a teen. Like, you know what? <laughs> Some people think this. I've actually had conversations like this with people where everybody's like, no, you know, no teenagers get bullied, da 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 da. So I thought it was really important to bring this up for people who have been bullied and just so you know that you're like you're not alone and that you know people you might be able to relate to what we we're saying or get like advice or something you know yeah okay so first how common do you think bullying is amongst teenagers well if you look at our school specifically i don't think it's that common but if you go to other schools it's actually pretty common like if you look at my old school there are people getting bullied online getting bullied like in real life and yeah. stuff but the thing is as we become teenagers the form of bullying changes like when you're kids it's different like it's kind of immature mm-hmm. or like uh over stupid stuff or something like oh i'm gonna beat you up or something i mean that can obviously also <laughs> it's that can obviously also happen when you're a teenager but i feel like when you're a teenager yeah it's more like subtle like mm-hmm. subtle remarks like sharing pictures of people around or something yeah laughing at people making fun of them making jokes well when you're younger it's just like oh you sat with her at lunch now i'm gonna be mean to you or something so yeah. <laughs> obviously the form kind of changes as we mature but it's still prevalent so yeah yeah <laughs> when you're like when we're kids yeah i'm gonna beat you up no no it well, happened to me when i was a kid really so, yeah tell us that story oh my god really what happened it was over something very stupid so basically mm-hmm. there was this kid yeah. and i didn't sit with him at lunch and then he got mad and he started hitting me until the teacher saw and she was like whoa whoa stop and then he didn't stop and then my mom complained to the teacher Jeez. then he got into trouble so yeah that's this my kid story wanted to whoop you yeah he, he did it oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> wow <laughs> how old were you i think i was four or something oh, okay so you were young wow that's that yeah, traumatized that- <laughs> you for you to hold on to that that's why i was over something very stupid so this is what my point was like back then it's over something stupid yeah but when you grow up it's more like verbal mm-hmm. in my and opinion from what i've experienced i mean obviously it could also be physical but from my experience what i've seen it's more verbal and subtle so yeah yeah, yeah i agree i think that when you're little i mean when i was little and i, w- I was kind of bullied i don't really have much memory of that because <laughs> your sis got like goldfish memory but yeah when i was little i know that there were like these girls that would push me down like the slide and like off the like you know, like uh, in the playground, there's this like whole mm-hmm. contraption thing. I don't know what you call it, but yeah, they would push me off of that every single lunch, and they don't. Every single time I would like try to get on it, they'd be like, "No, this is our spot," and they push me <laughs> off. Like yeah, these girls are I aggressive. Mean. Um, but then like as you grow older, it changes to like um, like passive aggressiveness. Like 
borderline because I feel like when it's uh, you're a teenager, you don't want to outwardly show that you're like. It changes to like telling your friends and like making fun of them behind their back when like you know they know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it kind of more like, as you said, it's passive aggressive, yeah. more like uh, backstabbing, spreading, mm-hmm. spreading rumors. That's the main thing, spreading rumors. Like, and they can be very damaging because most of the time, I mean, rumors obviously fake. So yeah. it kind of like ruins people's reputations and it kind of makes them feel bad about themselves. Like, for example, it could be something like oh, this girl did this to me and she's so mean and all that and she could not have done it. But like, yeah, yeah. She, gets, she gets thrown under the bus for no reason just because of the rumors, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I mean by it gets like more... It gets like very snaky. Yeah, very snaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you mean. And yeah, but in other schools, it could be worse as well. Like people actually beating up other people outside of school, like and ganging up on people yeah obviously it's not as bad as as that at vis but i feel like it's more like <laughs> at our school bleep. at our school it's more passive aggressive yeah yeah no i completely agree um i also think that uh and i'm asking you like do you also agree with this that socio like economic levels oh yeah i get that like type of school you mean yeah 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 the type yeah. of school that you go to whether it's like a public or private school we go to private school yeah and um i've heard a lot of stories that like in public schools there are always fights and stuff like that so do you agree with like yeah i agree with that i feel like at our school mm-hmm. it there's kind of a better system to prevent people getting beaten up or ganged up on on campus but i actually know a few public schools in which there are actually full-on like gangs of students fighting yeah. each other like having beef with each other like i don't serious think serious beef yeah like serious hardcore beef so i don't think it's that bad in our school mm-hmm. but it's more passive aggressive and people like don't want to tell the teachers that because they feel like it's immature or they're making a big deal out of it or something because they think it's not as bad as getting beaten up or something and in other schools if people get beaten up there's like a lot of like racism homophobia yeah and they get bullied like full-on bullied for that like Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the teachers don't do anything i feel like if that happened at our school there would be some action taken Mm -hmm. or at least they try to take action even if they wouldn't be able to stop it they'd at least try you know i think um for the considering we both go to like a private school Mm -hmm. and and I actually talked about this with like my friends and my parents as well. I feel like when it's like a private school and there's all of these opportunities and a lot of obviously people who go to private school are more financially stable. So, you know, like imagine your parents are like, you know, this is a great opportunity for you. Like you can go to amazing college if you go here. Um, and so I feel like a lot of teenagers don't want to give that up. You know, like they are really hoping or at least I know me and a lot of my friends are like, you know, this is one of those um, or at least I've even talked to like other minorities about this and like I'm very lucky to go to a school like this where I can get like all these opportunities and I'm not gonna give that up by getting to a stupid fight you know what I mean yeah I get that because in other schools there's a lot of like bias as well yeah I guess in our school it doesn't exist as much what do you mean bias like bias towards like the more privileged like 
mm-hmm. white students or something like in American schools or something yeah there, there have been uh, a bunch of examples in American schools about like black girls getting dress coded more like getting checked in their underwear for possession of something and like Muslim kids getting beaten up or something yeah like that does not happen in our school no one gets beaten up on campus and also as you said I feel like people really don't want to give up that opportunity Unity of mm-hmm. like going to such um, like a good prestigious school. I yeah guess like you could a say. prestigious school just by bullying someone because they know that there is gonna be there are gonna be consequences mm-hmm. for it so the consequences kind of stop them from doing that yeah I, guess. I think consequences is a big thing not a lot of kids out there have money to go to school like this so I really can't like give this up and so that's like money is such a big part of the reason why a lot of us take it seriously to like not mess up you know yeah i also agree with you because most students mm-hmm. like majority in our grade actually care yeah. about their grades and about the opportunities like, i don't think they're just like the majority isn't gonna be like i don't care whatever i'm not studying because mm-hmm. i know for a fact if i did that <laughs> i would get whooped by my parents i would get whooped no yeah, yeah i would be dead I would be and dead. if i got into trouble at school like, especially for fighting like spe- physically yeah, fighting, exactly. bro. i feel like that applies to everyone else at our school like mm-hmm. not or everyone most people. else but like most people majority because i feel like majority's parents are like educated and they like aware mm-hmm. of these issues and i don't think they'd support their child actually beating people up or yeah. not studying or something and they they'd actually get really mad if someone like if you got suspended mm-hmm. for getting into a fight or something because they'd be like you're missing out on this opportunity yeah exactly exactly like, what are you doing that would be the thing like, exactly. what are you doing here i feel like kids who bully are the ones who feel like they're gonna get away with the bullying mm-hmm. yeah like, for example if you go to a public american school or something where racism is prevalent or something obviously like a minority can be like i'm gonna bully the rich white kid that's the Mm-hmm. principal son or daughter or something because yeah obviously you're not gonna get away, get away with, it. with it but if the principal son or daughter were to bully the minority and the principal was a well i don't know how to say this without being rude like a racist yeah deep so yeah <laughs> that um then that person would be able to get away with it so i feel like kids who bully are the ones who feel like they're gonna get away with it mm-hmm. and not face any consequences yeah i feel like consequences are a major factor preventing kids from bullying and because our school kind of forces those consequences mm-hmm. it's not as like yeah common i think that's a big aha point <laughs> for this <Yeah>. is that <laughs> kids who bully are the ones who think that they can get away with it that's like a big point you know yeah exactly um actually like i low-key though that's like that's a main factor mm-hmm. or for example in our school it might be kids who feel like they have the support of the grade or the support of the public i'd say mm-hmm. so if they do do something they're gonna be in favor by the majority and yeah. the kid they bully for example has no friends or something so they can't do anything about mm-hmm. it they're or, just gonna sit there and endure it silently yeah. because you have the favor mm-hmm. or of the majority public yeah. I, I agree or it's like um sorry for interrupting you it's no problem <laughs> don't worry or it's like uh like if they're the parents are rich you know mm-hmm. and it's like they can like 
pay I don't want to like make it sound I'm not tra- insulting anybody but if they can like pay their way their children's like out of getting in trouble you know what I mean so you um even the people who are listening to this you know the amount of like think about it during like the year or whatever the amount of situations where somebody gets in trouble and those people have like successful or like I don't know rich parents and you know the parents wink 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 <laughs> wink <laughs> and the parents like they go into the principal office and when they come out disappeared the issue is gone yeah exactly like I don't know if that has happened at our school it might have happened wink wink <laughs> wink wink hint hint no actually I'm serious I don't know if that's yeah. actually happened at our school but at other schools I've definitely seen that happening because I have friends that go to like a different bunch of like type mm-hmm. of schools like public schools government schools and all that and I feel like yeah people uh, kids with rich parents definitely do have the upper hand in the school caste system and yeah. like, getting away with it and stuff mm-hmm. or people who are favored by teachers can also yeah, get away with it that's a big point or for example like if they have a good reputation in front of the teachers and mm-hmm. they're like actually mean to the students the teachers are just gonna be like oh my god him like her I, yeah she slash he is so sweet such a good student i such could a never good imagine yeah and then that's where the bias comes in yeah i feel like that's an aha moment <laughs> so that's yeah that's where moment. the yes that's where the bias and the upper hand mm-hmm. and the privilege comes in like it doesn't like privilege when it comes to bullying can come in many different forms mm-hmm. it can come in having rich parents have being like popular as in having the support of the public like are being fierce no one stands up to you they're scared yeah, of you so even scared. so you can get away with being mean to other people because other people don't want to get whooped by you so they don't do anything mm-hmm. they don't want to end up in the same place as the person being bullied so they don't stand up for the person being bullied yeah. they don't want to get involved like in general especially for you know like you said schools that don't have the strict policy mm-hmm. the most important thing is to make sure like the kid who is being the victim is comfortable not like you know make sure the victim is comfortable and supported first before you try to like attack or like i don't know solve the problem of the abuser you mm-hmm. know like yeah. i think that's the most the first step to any situation not just bullying but like bullying specifically for this episode so everyone is always like go talk to your parent go talk to a teacher but it doesn't necessarily have to be a parent or a teacher it could be even be a friend that could help you it could be a friend's parents that could help you if you trust them more than your own parents i mean this is obviously not the case for me because i trust my parents more than like (laughs) (laughs) saying this if my parents hear the podcast later and they're like what yeah same so um, mom and dad i trust you more yeah i love you mom (laughs) and dad i trust you and i'm talking about other kids not mm-hmm. myself so yeah. yes so other kids could actually have this problem where their parents aren't really understanding mm-hmm. so these kids they could talk to their friends or the families of their friends or even seniors or other kids in your grade or a trusted adult that isn't a teacher or um or a parent or yeah. guardian so yeah mm-hmm. just talk to anyone who you feel like you would feel more comfortable with I think the advice that I would give is that, like, alongside your advice, because mm-hmm. that's 
top tier advice. That's an aha moment. That, that was aha points. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. um, for me, I think that advice in general would be, you know, talk to somebody that you trust. If like you have friends, if you talk to somebody who don't, doesn't, won't necessarily have um, like a opinion or mm-hmm. what? What's that? Like, what's that word for that? Like perspective. What 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 you, what are you like? Who to get doesn't a, necessarily? Who isn't gonna have like a necessary? Bias? Yeah, bias. Yeah, yeah. Talk to somebody who's not gonna have like a bias or you know choose a side. And like we'll, you can't go to the best friend of the person. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Teasing you or bullying you and be like, oh, blah blah blah, because you're obviously gonna be like, what are you on about? Go away or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can't so, do, really do that. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like this is also like advice for people if you feel like you're upsetting someone and you don't know it you're just like it's a joke it's funny it's a joke learn to take a joke the thing is people aren't gonna stop joking and you Mm -hmm. kind of have to like sadly get immune to it if the jokes are on you but if you can't and if people if you're a person who's doing this, bu- like bullying slash teasing slash joking, quote unquote joking, co- joking about other um, people, and if they confront you about it, you're like, it's just a joke. Well, the thing is, if you're upsetting someone with a joke, it's not funny anymore. It's not funny, it's not anymore. funny anymore. Like if like, like you you never know how sensitive the other person yeah. is, or how much they've been through, or how much they might. Ex- misunderstand aha moment yeah exactly. exactly so whoever is listening to this podcast if you're like if someone else is getting offended by your jokes it's, it's, time, joke. to stop it's time to stop it's time to get some help stop, stop it get stop. some help because yeah. the second the person at the butt of the jokes isn't finding the joke funny anymore it's not a joke it ain't anymore. a joke like just because you personally would not get offended by doesn't mean other people are more sensitive than you like who knows what they've been through they just they don't have to verbally tell you everything they don't have to justify why they're offended by it if they're offended by it just stop it exactly if they're offended they're offended period 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 i like that that was that was all good points i just aha moment is that thank you (laughs) if it's not funny anymore to the person that you're making the joke to it's Mm -hmm. not a joke so don't compare others to yourself or compare others to others amen yeah it is what it is if they can't take a joke they're getting offended by joke that's that's it no more teasing no more rumors or whatever whatever happening that's it in jesus name we pray amen Amen. (laughs) but the most important thing to remember and my aha moment i guess is that is that these things don't last forever it really doesn't like especially if like you're the type of person to just let it slide you know yeah don't let don't be the type of person to just let everything slide but if it's like a big like joke that everybody like the whole school is or like a big rumor that the whole school has created against you these rumors they change every week they change like every month nobody's gonna remember like think everybody listening to this think about a rumor about you or about somebody else from two years ago come on what can you what can you really think about from two years ago like a big rumor like really exactly it's just it doesn't and in the moment you might feel like it's the end of the world like everybody's judging you everybody's bullying you and maybe they are god bless you but um 
at the end of the day, just remember that it's not gonna last forever, and that there's gonna come a time where everybody's like done with it, and everybody doesn't find it funny anymore. And if you're constantly holding on to it, if you're constantly like, oh my god, guys, like let it go, people are gonna, it's gonna spark again, you know? Just let the let the fire die out, and it's gonna die out. That's like that's yeah. it, really. I feel like I agree with you because some people that have a rumor spread about themselves, like some people, they will continue spreading the rumors or joking about you because your reaction to them yeah. is funny like if yeah. you if you're like stop it and then you like make it funny for them they're gonna laugh Keep and going s- at it like spread it more mm-hmm. like they're not gonna you need to be like you need to be uh what do you call it like um in some cases chill about it yeah in some cases you need to let some jokes slide you need Mm -hmm. to let some rumors slide as long as it's nothing too serious exactly in the heat of the moment it might seem like it's the end of the world like oh my god yeah like i'm never gonna get away from this but but you will get away from it but obviously if it's something like too much you're not gonna get away from it you might even have trauma from or something you might remember it for the rest of your life so yeah then please use the other advice that we gave you. Yeah. Um. And at the end of the day, if it's really, really serious and it could like ruin your future, your mm-hmm. life, or something, go to someone. Like that's that's the level when you should definitely go to someone and you should definitely take action. If it's something like a really harmful rumor that could ruin your life, go to the police. Like damn, just go to like, like go yeah, to go to the freaking police. Yeah, go like all the way. Bust break. down the police. <laughs> exactly. Like break their windows, their doors, whatever <laughs> you gotta do. But I don't, don't think let... that's a good idea. No no okay then tell, just or tell maybe me. yes in some cases change my mind <laughs> change my mind um we don't know but like if it gets super serious please don't be afraid yeah. to like get the thing help. is you gotta stand your ground and if you're a person making the jokes um what about bystanders what about like the people who are like the friends or people like around what, what would you say to them who are listening who yeah. like see people who are get like bullying or getting bullied like what what should they do if you're witnessing bullying i'd say actually talk to the person like you are you okay or something and support them and like help them stand up against it but in some cases bystanders might be afraid of it yeah. like afraid of getting bullied as well so they might just be like i don't want to get involved mm-hmm. so i yeah. think the main thing and i especially feel like people in our school realize that is that um people it's bullying can only continue if like everybody is into it you know like how many or like especially like widespread bullying one-on-one bullying is very different in the case like you know like it's just two people and it can be like very traumatizing especially when it's come like one person who's constantly bullying you but if if you're the type of person that um if you see the bullying and you notice it happening and you stand up to it the person who's bullying is more likely to be like uncomfortable because you know a lot of time bullies bully because they feel like you know like they can get away with it mm-hmm. like you said before yeah. so if you're like you know no this is if not you okay, don't you support it yeah then they can't get away with they it they can't get away with it and thus at some point thus <laughs> i'm using big words fancy shakespeare <laughs> fancy. moment yeah <laughs> therefore they can't they'll feel like um uncomfortable and they won't continue the bullying I feel like, I don't know, this is from... No, I feel like you're actually right, because Mm -hmm. if there's this one person, and then the whole grade joins in, like, ha 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 ha, this person... But if you don't do that, if you don't join in the bullying... Or you, like, tell him, like, cut it out, you're cancelled. Yeah, then they're gonna stop. Yeah, exactly. So if you're a bystander and you see bullying happening, and you don't help the person who's getting bullied, then, like, you're lame. 
that's embarrassing for you. You should reflect. <laughs> you should reflect on yourself because that's embarrassing for yeah. you being a bystander. And also, going back to something we previously discussed, apart from mm-hmm. bystander thing, there are like different levels to a joke. Like there's a funny joke, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, funny. But then there's also a joke that could kind of like traumatize them. Yeah. There are like different kinds of jokes. Yeah. And if they're getting traumatized by the joke, then stop then it. It's not like I don't under this is really the main thing. If and this is has to do with like empathy and having like empathy, sympathy, whatever. Uh-huh. It's that like you notice when people get uncomfortable and when people don't like it anymore and it's really your responsibility to at that point be like, Okay, it's not funny. Like if it's targeted it towards a person like for example, like, Oh, you're the hunchback of Notre Dame because you're ugly. <laughs> I mean that's a very damaging joke and it could actually affect their <laughs> she's having a moment they're laughing yeah that could actually affect Wait, your self-esteem for a long time <laughs> yeah that would, uh, could is that like, like a real situation no it's just an example okay, like, I was like, like if you're like being called a if you're like you're quasimodo ha 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 that's <laughs> that could actually like whoever is like, making those jokes please even one year even one year later it could like not be it could like so stick with you and you could just still feel like you're ugly or something Mm -hmm. so if you're doing this you're a horrible person if you're bullying you're a horrible person yeah and there's a special special place in hell for you (laughs) (laughs) hell is very hot y'all like hell hell is hot so yeah there's a special place for you right there um any last messages for uh, victims or bullies or anything anything you'd like to tell the listeners before we close off today's episode i think we've pretty much said everything we've given them advice we've discussed the forms of bullying mm-hmm. and like the socioeconomic factors that contribute to it yeah. like the type of school and the stereotypes and everything so in conclusion i'm just gonna say a few words if you're bullying stop get some help yes that's nice yeah that's, that's all nice. i gotta say i've already said everything that else, was beautiful so. i like that <laughs> that was a nice ending um for me i just have to say to all of the people who have been victims of abuse or bullying um if you if this is like long term and if you've been affected by it long term and it's like still like it's still traumatizing to you please you know um get like some therapy talk to somebody you know like the people who are doing bullying Rania said it best please just stop and get some help it's embarrassing for you you have you don't have a life and like that's really like, why are you putting your energy into that yeah why are you putting your energy into like making fun of other people that's embarrassing for you like just read a book watch a movie do, do something, something productive do something productive really <laughs> that's that's it that's all you can say and yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode that's it for today uh thank you Rania for joining us it was an honor being in your podcast. It was an honor having you, spreading this word. Thank you. Um, guys, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast on Spotify and share it with your family and friends. See you next week on Saturday at 4 p.m. for our new episode of We Can Relate. Bye, everyone. Bye.